المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحن الأقضة من لساني يفقه قولي ما بعد Respected elders, your brothers and sisters, my young friends, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. I hope and I pray that you are all doing well on this uh, beautiful uh, Friday. Subhanallah, it is a, uh, a beautiful day outside. The sky uh, is, uh, is blue and uh, there is not a, uh, not a cloud uh, in sight. Um, we uh, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for uh, this beauty and subhanallah, you know, the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation uh, is uh, all around us, subhanallah. And uh, a lot of times, you know, when we are uh, caught up uh, inside our homes and uh, we are busy and of course the days are short and we are not able to go outside perhaps, it is easy uh, to lose touch with uh, the, the beauty of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if we try to find some time, try to you know find a few moments so that we can go outside, to go outside and you know perhaps uh, take a walk, um, and uh, we can then uh, start to appreciate the the different uh, you know the, the, the different scenes that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, creates for us. Uh, Subhanallah, you know uh, every like I uh, I really enjoy uh, nature uh, photography. For those of you who might know who might see my Facebook posts. Uh, so I try uh, whenever possible uh, to go out and uh, take walks. And of course, it's good for our physical health. It's good for our uh, mental health, uh, especially, uh, and also good spiritually as well, because we get to connect with the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We get to uh, connect with um, the, the nature, the beautiful nature that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, has created and that Allah azza wa jal has, uh, has gifted us with, really. And uh, I'm looking outside the window right now. Subhanallah, it's just absolutely uh, beautiful scenery. And, uh, you know, I can't wait until our masjid is uh, built here, inshallah. And um, we are able to gather, of course, once this pandemic is over, uh, soon, inshallah. Uh, and we can see these uh, beautiful uh, scenes outside. But you don't have to wait to come here for that. You can go outside, uh, take walks. And, uh, mashallah, I want to congratulate all of the brothers and sisters who are taking part in the KMA. Uh, well-fit winter challenge during the winter break. Uh, they walked many, many kilometers. Mashallah, the minimum was one and a half kilometers a day. And uh, mashallah, our brothers and sisters were uh, were doing much more than that in most cases. Um, so that is uh, absolutely wonderful. And uh, we received comments, alhamdulillah, positive feedback from people who, you know, who got into it maybe because of the challenge. Uh, but now it has become a bit of a habit and because they see the benefits and they see uh, you know the the, uh, the 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 positive effects of uh, going out and getting some uh, some exercise. So uh, please continue to do that. If you haven't, uh, if you were not doing that, try really try to find some time, uh, especially when the weather is nice, to go outside and get some fresh air. Uh, go with your family. Take the kids if possible. Uh, you know uh, maybe they can play in the snow or they don't even have to play, but just go out there. And, and connect with with nature get away from the screen i know you're looking at a screen right now because we have no other way um but uh but really like try to disconnect as much as possible uh and try to uh take in uh, the beauty of the the nature the creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh and maybe even if you want to take nature fo nature photos like i like to do uh because uh it just uh subhanallah it's just uh, it's like natural art is the way i see it you know it's 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 natural art 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts in the sky for us, puts on, on this earth for us. For us. Uh, so uh, enjoy it, take it in, and remember Allah, remember the Creator, Allah Azza wa Jalla. Now, my brothers and sisters, we find ourselves now in a situation that is similar to the situation that we were in at the end of March break uh, last year. Um, the virus, of course, is still amongst us uh, and is spreading actually more than it was at that time. Uh, schools, as you probably know, will not be reopening. Elementary schools will not be reopening as scheduled and online learning will continue. This announcement was made yesterday by the, by the Provincial uh, Medical Officer of Health. Uh, in Quebec, a nighttime curfew will be going into effect starting uh, tomorrow, um, actually a curfew, you know, so this is uh, something that is is, uh, is already very serious and is increasing uh, in its uh, seriousness uh, by the day. Hospitals in Ontario uh, are making plans to transfer patients to other hospitals or even to other parts of the province, other regions, to make room for COVID patients. Uh, more and more people are being hospitalized and are sadly dying every day. London, Ontario, Windsor have had to bring in refrigerated trucks uh, to store bodies of people who have passed away. Um, very uh, shocking when you actually uh, see that picture of that truck parked uh, in outside a hospital, beside a hospital. Um, 21 people uh, are in hospital in Ottawa, nine in intensive care uh, due to COVID-19. These are numbers from two days ago. Um, the, the latest numbers that we have from Ottawa Public Health. Um, most of them, if not all of them, are not seniors from long-term care facilities. They are not residents of long-term care facilities. Rather, they are people who got infected within the community, uh, possibly, Allah knows best, due to maybe gatherings or maybe at workplaces and so on. And of course, we have the new UK variant, uh, which appears to pass around. So it's the same virus, but it's just, uh, you could say, maybe a different strain or a different form of it uh, that appears to pass around even more easily than the original one. Uh, the positivity rate in the province amongst children is around 20%. So that's really high. That means that one out of five children are carrying uh, the virus and possibly spreading it to others. Now, the effect of the virus may not be very uh, visible uh, on children in terms of illness, alhamdulillah. Um, however, they may still be um, carriers and transmitters of the virus and, and it's it's quite possible very likely actually that they will be passing it on to others if they're meeting others um, and this is why my brothers and sisters it is so important to continue to remain vigilant now who will get sick and who is going to die who is going to pass away that is a matter that is only and only up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in Allah we place our trust and there and full stop there's no doubt about that whatsoever However, we learn that with tawakkul, with reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is a responsibility to take permissible means as well. Um, so wear a mask when you are around people outside your household, uh, especially indoors, uh, but also if you're close together outdoors. Okay? You think that you know outdoors, nothing's going to happen. But again, if there is this, uh, this UK variant, which is now present in, in Ontario, in Ottawa, and the disease is, is, trans, is passing from a person to person even more easily, then we have to be careful whenever we are in close proximity, especially indoors, but also when we are outdoors and we are close, uh, closely interacting with people who are not part of our household. Of course, as always, wash your hands regularly and please do not think that you're invincible. Do not think that you are invincible, that nothing is gonna happen to you. you know, I don't wanna say it, but SubhanAllah, sometimes 
it can come down to uh, a feeling of uh, of arrogance. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, a person could have very, very strong faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and feel that nothing is going to happen to them. Um, of course, they could still get sick, but it could also be due to feeling, oh, I'm, I'm too strong for this, or I'm too good for this, or I'm too young for this. This is not going to affect me. Oh, it's just other people. Okay, so let's not think like that. Um, also, don't travel to hotspots. You know, there's a positivity rate in the community, meaning people who have it in the community, they may not even realize it. Um, Nine to ten percent in some parts of Ontario. And as the Prophet ﷺ has told us, that if you hear of a plague, of a plague in a land, then do not go into it. Don't go into it. And if it happens in land where you are, then do not go out of it. So if, if for those who are living in hot spots, and by the way, Ottawa is now in the red zone as well, um, you know, don't travel to other places. Don't take it to other places. The Prophet ﷺ has told us very, very clearly. Of course, this was regarding Ta'un, the plague, uh, but the lesson, you know, applies to the, the other, uh, you know, types of uh, the pandemics as well, that and epidemics and pandemics. So, I mean, don't don't travel, right? Don't host people in your home coming from Toronto and coming from other places. Don't travel to places like that because there's a good chance that uh, there's a possibility at least that you may be one of the carriers who are actually uh, causing more uh, harm uh, and, and, and hardship for people. So don't do that and follow uh, the prophetic advice, please. Uh, the other day we learned about a 29-year-old brother, Muslim brother here in Ottawa, who spent two months in hospital and almost died, subhanAllah, 29 years old. Uh, you know, you think we're invincible, but no, no one is invincible. Um, and the thing about this virus is that it's a silent killer. No, no, by the way, the brother is fine, alhamdulillah, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cured him. Uh, so we are grateful to Allah Azza wa Jalla, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to cure all of those who are ill and to protect all of us. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Now the thing about this virus is that it's a silent killer. What do I mean by that? There's no bloodshed. You know, if a bomb goes off somewhere, Allah, you know, may Allah protect us, uh, you see the impacts, you see it on the news, you see bloodshed, you see, you know, buildings that are damaged, you see people who are injured and being rushed to hospital, okay? Those are the types of things that catch people's attention. But this virus is a silent killer. There's no bloodshed. There's no violence. So it's harder to notice. Now, unless you know someone, unless you know someone who's been impacted, and again, may Allah protect us all, it's, it just, it's just a bunch of numbers that are coming out every day. And the numbers keep going higher, and they almost become meaningless, to be honest. Right? It's just another number, because you don't know anyone who's been impacted. But people are getting sick, and it can affect anyone. And people are going through hardship. And even those who are surviving, alhamdulillah, uh, many of them who are hospitalized are seeing long-lasting impacts on their health, right? So take your health, my brothers and sisters. This is my sincere advice uh, to all of us, including myself. Let us take our health, our good health, as a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us value it. And uh, please, let's try to do our part to protect ourselves and to stop, um, uh, and to protect ourselves and to stop the spread and to, to especially protect others as well. Now this lockdown will take a toll. You know, we're in a lockdown, it might get even uh, more stricter, more difficult. So this lockdown will take a toll on the livelihoods of those whose businesses have been shut down or who have been impacted. People who are going to work in stores, in businesses where they are closed now, they're not allowed to open, or you know, they are extremely uh, limited. So, you know, look out for your relatives, please, and your friends. Uh, and offer support if you can. If you know someone who's in that situation, if you know someone who, you know, who works 
in a, in a store or maybe you know runs a business uh, that has been impacted maybe they have been forced to shut down or their hours have been reduced uh, try to offer support if you can you know give gifts or buy something from them if they're selling something and it's better to offer it you know instead of asking them if they need help you know it's one thing to say okay if you need help just let me know you know i'll be more than happy to help i mean that's good that's kind mashallah uh, but it's a lot better if we can just offer some assistance and we can just uh, offer uh, you know a gift so that the person uh, you know doesn't have to ask or tell anyone that they actually uh, need help um, now uh, you know for your family uh, as i mentioned in the beginning you know try to have a routine uh, let's say you go in the uh, go for walks every day different part of the neighborhood maybe you want to go in a different part of the city and walk um you know playing in the snow maybe cooking together that can be uh, a a fun or engaging activity sometimes as well uh you know go for if you have a car you can go for rides uh, you know let's say you pick up hot drinks or you make hot drinks and you go and see you know new parts of, of the city or go in the countryside and like i was saying earlier you know uh, appreciate the beauty of the, of the creation of the nature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. Maybe, um, you know, as I said, get into photography of nature and other activities that are away from the computer. So try to, you know, get away from the screen, try to get outside, especially during daylight hours. Our bodies, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanahu wa ta has designed us that, you know, we crave sunlight. We, we, we crave, you know, uh, getting sunlight, especially on our skin, right? vitamin D, all of those things. So it's very important that uh, mentally as well that we see the sunlight, sunshine, and when we see a nice day, you know, try to take advantage of it. Take a few moments to at least get out there. And even if you don't feel like it, push yourself because, you know, um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's tricky because, you know, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling depressed, you, know, you don't want to do anything. You know, you feel almost lazy or tired. Um, you know, you don't feel like moving, getting out of bed. However, uh, that is precisely what you need at that moment. Uh, so if you have family members in that situation, kindly encourage, you know, don't uh, be harsh, but try to nudge them and encourage them to come outside uh, and to take walk and to take in some fresh air. Uh, so physically and mentally, we need to try to do whatever we can to stop the spread and to support one another. But there's a very important element, my brothers and sisters, in responding to this trial and this crisis. And that element is the spiritual one. In the end, we know and we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is in control of all matters. Who's going to get sick? Who's going to be safe? Um, who's going to be a cause of transmission? Who's going to be hospitalized? Who's going to pass away? All of those things are matters that are in Allah's control. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ultimately the one who will And only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can lift this trial, this pandemic from us. And there's no doubt about that. It came suddenly and changed our lives and our world. And then it eased a little bit at the end of the summer, in the fall. And then it came back. Now, this is expected when it comes to pandemics. There is, you know, that there's a second wave. Usually there is a second wave. And we know that normally it is, or it is expected that it's going to be worse than the first wave. So we know this in terms of study of, of pandemics uh, and epidemics. However, let's not forget about the timing. I mentioned this last week, if you remember, that this second wave and the discovery of the new UK variant, again, which seems to be more easily transmissible, um, occurred just when the world was celebrating the development of vaccines, which happened in record time. 
Um, I don't think there's ever been a time before where you know the vaccines were developed and approved, where, where you know there were trials conducted and they were approved, uh, and they were they rolled out and they were put into people's arms uh, this quickly ever before. Allah knows best, and those who, who know more about this will, will uh, perhaps can correct me. But to my knowledge, this is uh, this is is uh, this has happened very very quickly and never happened this quickly before. Uh, so the world was celebrating the development of these vaccines and the rollout of the vaccines. But just when we thought it was at, it was the end and we were coming to the end and that we would be going back to our pre-pandemic lives and, you know, the, the uh, businesses were starting to make plans, people making uh, vacation plans, maybe booking cheap flights uh, so that they could travel soon and, you know, uh, stock markets doing well and all of those things. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, this the second wave came around. Um, and as we see, it is, is much worse. So it's it's the timing as of, of, of it is very notable. And a brother reminded us by sharing a beautiful ayah from the Quran. Uh, Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in ayah number 126, in verse 126 of Surah Tawbah, Allah do they not see that they are tried, meaning that they are tested once or twice every year? They do not do they not see that they are tried, they are tested once or twice every year. Yet they neither repent nor nor do they do they learn a lesson. Now, this verse was originally revealed regarding the hypocrites, the munafiqun at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And um, you know, during the course of every year, such circumstances appeared or you know were created as to put uh, to test once or twice their claim to faith. Every year, once or twice, there would be something that would happen. An incident would take place that would put to test their claim to faith. Remember, they were the munafiqun, the hypocrites, who claimed to be believers, but inside their hearts, they were hiding disbelief. And these trials disclosed that their profession to Islam was fraudulent. For instance, uh, uh, sometime their, their, sometimes their faith was tested by something like perhaps a commandment of the Qur'an, which lay down some new restrictions on their, uh, uh, on their desires, on their lust. So that was a test for them. Because remember, they weren't really believers, but they were pretending to be. And if, the, if a verse of the Quran was revealed, a new injunction came, which restricted their desires um, and the things that they wanted, that would be a trial for them. Because in reality, they didn't want to follow those restrictions or those that guidance. They didn't believe in it. They were just doing it to show others. Or perhaps, you know, uh, there was a, a demand of the faith uh, that hit hard their self-interest so it was something that would impact uh things that they uh wanted or or you know their power or their wealth as an example or perhaps uh there was a, an internal dispute which disclosed their preference for worldly interests and for their personal and family and clan relations um as opposed to allah and his messenger وسلم, and and, the, and the, their faith uh, or the faith rather because they didn't really have faith so, uh, you know, something of what would what, what happen inside of them or, you know, within them, well, and it would be apparent that they were choosing uh, worldly matters or they were choosing, you know, personal gain uh, or protecting family or clan relations as opposed to giving preference, preference to Allah 
uh, and his messenger sallallahu alaihi and to uh, to to Islam. Uh, or perhaps there was a, a war that came up that would require the sacrifice of their lives, of their wealth, and time, and their and their energy. So different types of trials would come up, uh, which would uh, test them, and as a result, they would end up uh, being exposed in terms of their um, uh, their true uh, beliefs and their, their their true things that you know the true uh, feelings and and beliefs that they were hiding inside of their hearts. Now all of these. Uh, now, uh, uh, while this pandemic and the uh, second wave is another test of patience and faith for us, what is notable, my brothers and sisters, in the verse is the response that is expected. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, uh, is, is indicating something here that, you know, what were the hypocrites supposed to do when they were tested once or twice each year? What was actually expected of them? Or, and what are we supposed to do when we are tested? Because Allah doesn't, isn't just saying that you know, they were tested once or twice a year, uh, every year, but rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that they were tested uh, you know, once or twice every year, and then there was something that they were supposed to do that they were not actually doing, that they did not do. Um, and that is, they neither repented, nor uh, or Allah says, yet they neither repent nor do they learn a lesson, nor do they take heed. So what do we learn from this? Repenting and taking lessons are one of the or two of the most important responses to trials and tribulations. So the first response when tested or punished should be ruju' ilallahi ta'ala, right? Turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fleeing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala especially in a state of humility and repentance, seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This should be the first response from the believers whenever they are tested and whenever they are tried. Uh, so my brothers and sisters, first of all, let us recognize that we are being tested. What's interesting is that subhanAllah, you know, we are in, in, in such a situation, or we should, I should say that we are so blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that for many of us, we may not even remember that we are actually living through a trial. This is actually a test because we get so accustomed to it and Allah has blessed us with different tools and resources that we are able to manage. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us in ways that perhaps we feel we are protected. So we don't actually realize maybe even that we are actually going through a trial and a test right now. So we are being tested and it requires a response from us. We cannot be indifferent to it. We cannot be indifferent. There has to be a response. So a physical, mental response we already talked about, but also a spiritual response. And the first thing there then is to increase our repentance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to increase our istighfar. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reported to have said um, that man akthara min al-istighfari ja'ala allahu lahu min kulli hammin faraja wa min kulli dhiqim makhraja wa razaqahu min haythu la yahtasib. Ibn Abbas عنهما, reported that the Prophet وسلم, said that whoever increases his prayers or her prayers for forgiveness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant them relief from every worry, a way out from every hardship, and provide for them in ways that they do not expect. This is reported by um, uh, this is reported by Imam Ahmed. Um, now the Isnad, the chain of narration of this uh, hadith, of this narration is uh, somewhat disputed. Uh, so there's some discussion about the authenticity or the level of authenticity, I should say. However, the meaning, the scholars say, the meaning of the hadith is, of the narration is sound. That whoever increases the, the whoever uh, increases 
their istighfar, their prayers for seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jalla will bless them in different ways. Now it is related in uh, Tafsir al-Qurtubi that Hassan al-Basri, rahmatullahi alayhi, uh, was once seated and a man came to him saying that, oh, um, oh master, I'm very sinful. Do tell me an act which I can do to be forgiven. So Hassan al-Basri, rahmatullahi alayhi, replied, he said, go and do istighfar. And then a second person came and said that, uh, you know, for, for many days, rain have stopped, rain has stopped and there is drought. So tell me an action through which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down rain to us. And Hassan al-Basri, rahmatullahi alayhi, replied, go and do istighfar. Then a third person came and said, I'm under a lot of debt. I am working, but please make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives me wealth so that I can be saved from debts. And again, the response was, go and do istighfar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then a fourth person came and said, it is a wish of mine that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives me a child, an offspring. So please make dua that Allah gives me a pious offspring. So again, Hassan al-Basri replied, go and do istighfar. A fifth person came and said, I have an orchard. Please make dua that it gives more fruits so that the return will be more, so that you know the benefit will be more. And Hassan al-Basri replied, go and do istighfar. Sixth person came and said, I wish if I was to get water, uh, uh, to get spring water in my house, I will be so pleased. And again, Shaykh responded, go and do istighfar. Now, one of his dis disciples, Ar-Rabih ibn Sabih, was sitting close by. He was very surprised, thinking, you know, why is it that my Shaykh, Hassan al-Basri, is giving the same solution of istighfar to whoever comes to him? And he wondered, he's like, what is this? You know, people are coming from with different problems, and each person is getting the same response from the Shaykh that you go and you do istighfar or uh, increase in your istighfar. So, uh, Ibn Sabih uh, eventually asked uh, uh, Shaykh Hassan al Basri that, why are you giving one response for all the problems? So, on hearing this, he recited the verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran. Ask forgiveness from your Lord. For he is, for he is oft forgiving. He will send rain to you in abundance. And give you increase in wealth, in children, bestow on your gardens, on you gardens and bestow on you rivers of flowing water. Now, of course, this is uh, the words of uh, uh, Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam. In terms of what he had told his people, Now, in these uh, blessed verses of the Quran, there are so many benefits of istighfar, you know, seeking forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So, this is the solution when it comes to many types of uh, distresses, many types of hardships, and again, when it comes to being tested and being tried by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, increase your seeking of forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So, my brothers and sisters. Let us try to increase our istighfar at all times as much as possible. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Of course, try to take time where we can sit down and make istighfar specifically like focused with feeling, with thoughts, with our hearts, but uh, and of course our tongues, but also at other times when we are out and about, when we are engaged in different activities, especially when it comes to our work or like I said before, if you're cooking or whatever it is that you're doing, driving, um, you know, make istighfar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, try to Fill your uh, your heart and your, your tongues with the uh, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, particularly the istighfar.
سو استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله العظيم استغفر الله العظيم استغفر الله ربي من كل ذنب واتوب اليه different forms all are uh, all which are uh, which are acceptable we discussed these, these in Ramadan and Sunset Live, I remember, uh, for those of you who were watching at that time. Uh, so number one, increasing our istighfar is very, very important. Secondly, increasing our prayers as well. And not necessarily just the quantity of our prayers, although quantity is good. Uh, so offering tahajjud prayers, uh, you know, uh, fajr time starts very late nowadays, uh, quite, you know, late in the morning. Uh, so wake up a little bit earlier if you can and try to offer tahajjud prayer. Um, you know, uh, offering the sunnah prayers, offering nafil prayers, um, and, and but not just in terms of quantity, but also in terms of quality, trying to beautify our salah, you know, perhaps offering longer sujood. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, related by Abu Huraira radiallahu an, that aqrabu ma yakunu abdu min rabbihi wa huwa sajid, that the servant is closest to his Lord during sujood, during this, the position of prostration. That is when spiritually we are the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world. So try to prolong your sujood, try to beautify your sujood, try to spend more time in sujood. It doesn't have to be in prayer, it could be outside of prayer as well. And the Prophet ﷺ said after that, فَأَكْثِرُ الدُّعَاءِ That, you know, increase your supplication is therein. So, you know, go into sujood and use that position to, to, uh, to seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, either, you know, in your heart or even through uh, your own words. Now, those are two things. And of course, lastly, Take lessons. Let us take lessons from what is happening. You know, I don't want to give all the answers. Okay, so let us each examine our own lives, our own uh, attitudes, our own beliefs, our own ways of doing things, and our own thinking. You know, oftentimes when we try to think uh, and reflect, we're thinking of other people, what others are doing, what society is doing. But we are also members of society. We are also members of community. You know, uh, is the, a community or society is not a, just a monolith. It's made up of individuals like you and me. And therefore, it is for us, each of us, to reflect upon our own actions and our own attitudes, our own beliefs, our own ways of doing things. Say and ask ourselves, where could we have gone wrong? What can be improved? And how? What is it that we are missing? Clearly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending us a message. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us. Allah is sending us a message. Where are we going wrong? What is it that we are lacking? Perhaps it is spirituality that we are lacking. And we need a huge dose of spirituality in our lives, which is not just... Uh, uh, limited to the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Of course it is absolutely uh, Essential part of, of spirituality Faith in uh, Islamic faith and spirituality That we increase our remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But also Stopping ourselves from doing things uh, From acting upon our desires Struggling against our desires um, The types of feelings and emotions That we have Spiritual, Spirituality is all about feelings and emotions It's all about feelings and emotions Because it has to do with the heart And that is the seat for feelings and emotions. So the types of feelings and emotions that we hold for the different things that exist in this world, you know, what uh, do we feel more for? What do we care more about? What is What type of love is actually filling our hearts? All of those things are part of spirituality, perhaps a topic for another day, inshallah. But nonetheless, uh, you know, let us examine ourselves and try to bring in positive change and also compare, right? Compare to March of last year, compare to April of last year during the lockdown. You know, what type of dua were we making? What type of efforts were we making to offer salah in jama'ah with our families? You know, what type of things that we were trying to do to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that perhaps we are not doing now because we have become accustomed to living, you know, in this pandemic. And, you know, we've, we've gotten tired and we sort of gave up on things. So try to reignite that passion, that zeal, 
you know that that uh, that yearning uh, with humility and a, a, a form of uh, of uh, of uh, you know regret um, in turning to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, seeking forgiveness with that state and, and reigniting that spark of faith and of neediness in front of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Uh, my brothers and sisters, I will end, of course, as I was doing during the, the first lockdown. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, And whoever is mindful of Allah, who has the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He, Allah, will make a way out for them. And provide from them from sources that they could never imagine. And whoever puts their trust in Allah, then He alone is sufficient for them. Certainly Allah achieves his will. Allah has already set a destiny for everything. O oh Allah Almighty, we ask you to protect us and all of our fellow human beings. O oh Allah, forgive us for all of our sins and our shortcomings. O oh Allah, guide us all towards that which pleases you most. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu wa ilayka yurja'u al-amru kulluhu ala niyatuhu wa sirruhu. Allahumma laka alhamdu hatta tarda wa laka alhamdu idha radit wa laka alhamdu ba'da rida. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa sallim. Allahumma rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna min al-khasirin. Oh Allah, please shower your mercy. And your forgiveness upon us all, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please protect our seniors and our, our elders, those of us who are more vulnerable. Oh Allah, please protect all of us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant us good health physically, mentally, and spiritually, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us yours. Oh Allah, please make us yours. Oh Allah, please make us those who turn to you with humility and repentance, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our shortcomings, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us those who bring positive change to their lives, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us the way you want us to be, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, we are your sinning servants. Oh Allah, we are your weak servants. Oh Allah, we don't know anything. Oh Allah, we are lost in this world. Oh Allah, the love of this world has penetrated our hearts, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, it has overtaken our love that we should have for you and your messenger and for your words and for your deen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us for the shortcoming, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please purify our hearts, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please purify our hearts from all types of evil thoughts and evil likings, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please purify our hearts from all types of spiritual illnesses, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us those who are fully committed to you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us those who are totally immersed in your love and love for your beloved messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please cure all of our brothers and sisters who are ill. Oh Allah, those who are living with hardships. Oh Allah, those who are living with depression, mental illnesses, physical illnesses, even spiritual illnesses. Oh Allah, please cure them all, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, our elder sister in pain and living with pain and weakness. Oh Allah, our brother and sister living with uh, long-term pain and injuries. Oh Allah, our elders like Dr. Habibur Rahman, Brother Muntaz and others who are ill. Oh Allah, please uh, grant them a speedy recovery, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please protect us and our fellow human beings, especially frontline workers, the health professionals and first responders and others who are having to go out. Oh Allah, please protect them and all of us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please cure all of our brothers and sisters in faith and humanity who are ill, who are currently in hospital. Oh Allah, their families are going through hardships. Oh Allah, only you know what they are feeling and what they are living through right now. Oh Allah, please grant them ease and relief, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant them all what is best, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, all of those with stress and anxiety, Oh Allah, please replace it with peace. 
peace and happiness and joy, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please open the doors of halal sustenance for all of those who are in need or who are in debt, especially at this time, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant us a good return to you during this life, at the end of this life, and on the day of judgment, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma ahdina fi man hadayt, wa'afina fi man afayt, wa tawallana fi man tawallayt, wa barik lana fi ma a'tayt. وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت إنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك اللهم أنت الغني ونحن الفقراء إليك وأنت القوي ونحن الضعفاء إليك اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم إنك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم إنا نسألك من الخير كله عاجله وآجله ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم ونعوذ بك من الشر كله عاجله وآجله ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه عبدك ونبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما عاد به عبدك ونبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين اللهم اجعل لنا من كل ضيق مخرجا ومن كل هم فرجا ومن كل بلاء عافية ومن كل بلاء عافية اللهم استر عوراتنا وأصلح نياتنا وذرياتنا وأحسن خواتمنا واحفظنا من بين يدينا ومن خلفنا وعن إيماننا وعن شمائلنا ومن فوقنا اللهم لك أسلمنا وبك آمنا وعليك توكلنا وإليك أنبنا وبك خاصمنا وإليك حاكمنا فاغفر لنا ما قدمنا وما أخرنا وما أصرنا وما أعلنا أنت المقدم وأنت المؤخر لا إله إلا أنت اللهم ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا واخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واعف عنا واغفر لنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم اغفر لجميع موت المسلمين الذين شهدوا لك بالوحدانية ولنبيك بالرسالة وماتوا على ذلك 
اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم وعافهم واعف عنهم واكرم نزلهم ووسع مدخلهم واغسلهم بالماء والثلج والبرد ونقهم كما ينقى الثوب الأبيض من الدنس اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك ولا عمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم إنا نسألك العفة والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك خير المسألة وخير الدعاء وخير النجاح وخير العمل وخير الثواب وخير الحياة وخير الممات اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أسبغ علينا لباس الصحة والعافية وجعلها عونا لنا على طاعتك ومرضاتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارفع عنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلاء اللهم ارفع عنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلاء اللهم احفظنا من بين أيدينا ومن خلفنا اللهم نحن الفقراء إليك وأنت الغني عنا اللهم جعلنا من كل ضيق مخرجا ومن كل هم فرجا ومن كل بلاء عافية اللهم أحسن عقبتنا في الأمور كلها واجرنا من خزي الدنيا وعذاب الآخرة اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من قلب لا يخشع ودعاء لا يسمع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن علم لا ينفع اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن والعجز والكسل والبخل والجبن ودرع الدين وغلبة الرجال اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك واغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم حرر المسجونين المظلومين خصوصا في بلاد المسلمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم ألف بين قلوب المسلمين ووحد صفوفهم واصلح قادتهم واجمع كلمتهم على الحق يا رب العالمين اللهم حرر فلسطين والمسجد الأقصى يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ وانصر إخواننا وأخواتنا في كل مكان خصوصا في برما وفي فلسطين وفي الصين وفي كشمير وفي الهند وفي سريلانكا وفي بلاد الشام وفي سومال وفي أفغانستان وفي كل مكان اللهم انصر المستضعفين في كل مكان وحقق لهم النصر والفتح المبين يا رب العالمين وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين Jazakum Allah khairan my brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from you all. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you, all, keep you and your families uh, safe and happy and blessed. Always, amin ya rabbal alameen. Please go ahead, offer four rakahs of dhuhr prayer at home. You can offer it in jama'ah, and that would be good. And actually try to offer every salah in jama'ah if possible with your family, inshaAllah. Maybe have set times like a masjid, 
um, uh, and so that you know everybody knows what time you're going to be offering uh, salat uh, in jama'ah in your home, uh, insha'Allah. And uh, I hope uh, and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to keep you safe. And insha'Allah, we will be uh, very soon, insha'Allah, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala, uh, connecting uh, in person, insha'Allah. Jazakumullah kulla khayr, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with you. Assalamu